0: the radio fam podcast the radiofam.com we made it to the new year 2022 hopefully it's a better one i have a better feeling about this year i don't know about y'all but hopefully that you are getting some better vibes because i sure am and in a lot of people around me are like some good shit's happening So hopefully that's like a good energy for everybody right now um crazy we are also in you know the first uh, episode of season 4 that's just kind of nuts to me um that you know this thing not even a being you know not even the channel barely the videos existed a year ago and here we're like hey we're season four of this podcast so like I said last time on the last episode thanks so much you know if you have you know made it this far and you know it's like man I feel like though how radio people always talk about how you know oh my god don't listen to my first air checks that's how I feel about like you know this podcast like oh my god don't listen they're so bad um because they kind of are <laughs> so like I said if you're on this journey and seeing how it's like hopefully like slowly improving little by li- little by little every time you know I pre- I appreciate that you know I-, I know the improvement like in my video edits and stuff so um th- there's that's a reminder for you too that if you're like new here and you didn't know that these videos are that these episodes can also be found on youtube Uh, so if you want to know what these people look like that you're listening to uh that's my favorite part about this podcast is that they are that there's a video element to it so and that you can find the clips on social media and stuff like that you know repurpose that content if you've got it because people notice it way more when you do that it's crazy um all right this um season this year we're kicking off uh with shelby sauce she's based in atlanta she's at a, she is on a bunch of different iheart stations the main one she's at is power in atlanta but you can hear her um in a bunch of different places you actually if you go to shelby com, that's s-o-s shelby uh you, i think it's got her um it points to all the stations you can find her on you can go listen to her there Um, she you can also find her she's the co-host of the Thought Shower with Intern John that's another podcast Um, and they also do a video part two too so you can also subscribe to them on YouTube and get to see their beautiful faces Um, we inter I actually interviewed him Few episodes back, so if you haven't uh, heard that one, I definitely recommend go you know go, going to listen because you know they obviously reference each other a few times, so you know you can kind of put two and two together. And they're both awesome people, and as usual, um, you'll learn a lot. I liked that uh Shelby Sashi, what you know, recognizes the whole like I always talk about, you know, that we're the original podcasters and influencers and all that. So it's really refreshing when other people say it, other than just me. So um, yeah, so I was like, yes, oh my god, I love that you're talking about this. So. Anyway, she, um, yeah, enjoy this episode with Shelby Sauce. And like I said, you can find the stuff about her, shelbysauce.com or also, you know, on uh, Instagram and all those good places. So thank you so much for joining me uh, for 2022. I think it's going to be an awesome
1: year. My grandfather was in radio, right? So my grandfather did radio in Montana and in Denver um, when I wasn't born, obviously. And so I grew up, like, hearing all of his stories, right? And I don't think that's why I fell in love with radio. Like, I'd always been interested in, like, broadcast journalism, in a sense. But, uh, and I was interested in radio when I was a kid. Like, when I was eight, there's this guy that did radio in Baltimore. And I really should figure out who this man is now that I'm, like, an adult. Like, hey, who are you? Like, hey, I'm going to I'm you, like, hey. (laughs) You inspired, like, eight-year-old Shelby. Um, They love that. He he went by uh, on air, Hawaiian Ryan okay and um I don't know why like I just thought that was such a cool name when I was a kid um so I, I remember like I'd be like driving maybe home from school or something I don't think he was on in the morning but also I was eight so I really don't remember but I'd be like what does Shelby rhyme with like that's such a cool name you know um rhyme. So I was like one day I was like mom when I'm a radio DJ I'm gonna go by tell me shelby so that people will tell me everything but she said that is really dumb don't do that actually that's pretty good so she- and then you know you get older and i went through all these different career paths that i thought i want or no not i didn't go through them but i thought i wanted to do all this different stuff i literally was like going to school for business so i got my associates in business and then and i had wanted to be a lawyer long term and before that when i was in high school i wanted to be an architect and then i was like i'll let's get business degree. And then right before college, I was like, I kind of want to be a lawyer. Maybe a lawyer, like, I would cry. Like, Thank I can't so argue much for without crying. Me, so I'm uh, like, can't believe my client. Be awesome. Okay. Like, I can't picture me being a Also, I would start laughing too. I'd be like, either <laughs> crying or laughing. So, yes. I could not be a lawyer. Um, let's be real. So, um, there's that. And then I uh, decided, my dad sat me down because my dad's. uh, a loan officer, so like we had oh, yeah. the whole um, like the housing crisis, like in 2008 that my dad went through. So he was like, Shelby, you're gonna be so bored if you stick with business, and that's not like you. I know how you are, like, you're gonna get so bored, just check out. Why don't you go back to college or something that you love? So I did. Um, I went back for journalism and I thought that was kind of cool I wanted to do like newspaper journalism though and I was like Mm. "Eh." like stuff happened I was like "Mm, nah so I ended up like going to like this honors like college and I went to the University of Maryland Baltimore County which is like the University of Maryland Honors College like I have a learning disability so I just like kind of realized like later on in life not even like that it wasn't obviously that late but uh I realized like when I was like my early 20s that I'm actually pretty smart And I didn't really realize that, (laughs) you know, a little bit later than like most people, I guess. So like Mm -hmm. once like I figured that out, I decided to go to college for environmental science so that I could go to grad school for atmospheric physics. And that's why I picked that college because they were like at the time the third most funded program for what I wanted to do by NASA. So I was like, cool, let's do this. So that's what I was doing. And beginning my senior year when I started in radio because I needed um, an internship. So I had already done an internship for my other major, my environmental science major. But I need one for my, my media and communications major, because I was double majoring at the University of Maryland, Baltimore County. So what happened was I, I had done like already, like I had like an internship that they were like, that didn't really count. I went to my like career advisor. and was like, I don't know then what to do. So she said that the Kane show was hiring. The Kane show, ironically, my first day that I could drive by myself to high school, like, you know, like when your, your parents are like, here's this. POS car, and you get no. to drive by yourself to high school. I grew up in like a really small town, so like my car was way older than I was, and it was like a diesel, so it didn't take left-hand turns very well. And I grew up on a peninsula, and I had to take a left-hand turn to get to college, to high school. So <laughs> it was a whole thing. So anyway, so I like put along like in my diesel like car, and um, I remember like the first day that I drove myself to high school, and I thought it was so cool uh was the first day the Kane show came on in the washington dc area so even though i grew up outside of baltimore it still reached where i lived so that was really weird so to see this other show and i was like who is this guy and then i ended up obviously like growing up over the years like going to high school every morning i'd listen to him when i came back from college because i went away for a year because i played lacrosse in south carolina I and I remember like missing War of the Roses so I was like um oh. I like why can't I listen? It was like, a whole thing so I remember like missing the Kane show when I was like away and I came back and I like you know it's like I don't think people in radio realize that like the listeners grow up with you so like mm-hmm. I remember like my first day back in Maryland going back to college in Maryland from South Carolina I remember like Kane sharing and like his like that he was about to have a baby live on air and I remember not even knowing he was married I was like All this stuff happened when I was gone. Like, what the hell? I don't think people realize that, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, like, when you hear in, like, research meetings, like, you got to keep, like, reintroducing yourself. It's just so important because, like, I remember I was so offended that I thought, like, Kane was my husband at the time or something. I was like, my husband is already married? What? Like, how did I not know? Like, (laughs) (laughs) when did you get pregnant? Like, you know, I don't think I ever told him that. I wish I had. But uh, (laughs) so it was weird. So, anyway, my career advisor was like, so the cage show is hiring for an internship. Obviously, I want I would love to have internship there, intern there. So I applied in April 2016 to be an intern there. So I'm still a junior in college at this point. Fast forward, like hadn't heard from them. I saw like I followed everybody on the show already on Twitter and Instagram and stuff. So I saw like saw the producer tweet that he was like having open interviews, like having interviews that day. Can't wait to interview people for, to find a new intern. And I hadn't gotten an email back. And this is mm-hmm. by this point, this is July. So I'm I'm a little crazy. I just emailed him again I said, Hey, I think you forgot to email me to come in for the interviews today. And mm-hmm. didn't hear back. So I sent him another thing. I was like, just let me know. Like I can clear my schedule. At the time I was a manager of a salon. So like I really like was really busy because I would work like it was really hard for me to take off. But I was like, I will figure this out. So um just kept emailing and I had been emailing like, hey, like it's been a few months. Um so he said, okay, come in for an interview. So the the days they wanted me to come in for an interview, I actually for my job had this like thing, like this like uh we were going to like St. Louis from I was still living in Baltimore. We we're going to St. Louis for like, this was, like work thing. And so basically, like I couldn't go to the interview. And I said, Can I come in the following? Like, like I'll be back like two days after that. And he said, Good luck with your future endeavors. And I said, Just kidding, I'll be there. So I canceled the trip. I lost all this money because I couldn't get refunds. So I was like, I better get this internship. I remember like the next day I was at the pharmacy getting like a prescription and again, lived in a pretty small town still and I'm at the pharmacy and I get an email that I was like hired to be an intern. And I was like, oh my God, I'm to work at the game Show. And my pharmacist is like, I knew you'd do it. Like, oh my God. <laughs> it, was so, it was so weird. But anyway, so- that's my, how I got into radio, story. But I was still, like, double majoring. It was still my senior year of college. So I started out, like, as a part-timer, I guess you would say. And I just did phones and blogs and stuff and, like, video if they needed it. Like, I didn't really do a lot the first, like, six months, I would say. Um, and then uh, after, like, winter, so maybe, like, the four, first four months. And then after winter, they started teaching me more stuff. Uh, so I started learning, like, everything else that because I, I kept asking like learn more and they obviously like taught me um and then so I became like the associate producer I feel like a few months later mm-hmm. maybe like seven eight months in and then when I graduated college so I have been applying to grad schools for like atmospheric physics sounds so serious like whenever I'm like does, I was go yeah. grad school for atmospheric physics but it's really not there's like different sections of the program so mm-hmm. it's like I was just doing meteorology but like when I say like that it sounds really cool like it does fine for the atmosphere whatever but um and that's what i was gonna do and then i was like you know what like i'm just gonna say radio because you know like i lived at the time an hour away like did you
0: you fall in love like like once
1: you started like doing it were you like you fell in love with it and you're like man this is
0: way cooler than
1: basically like i was living so like the, the station is in rockville maryland and i lived at the time in pasadena which is an an hour drive minimum so in the morning it took me about 55 minutes to get there so i was like uh driving an hour so like i'd wake up at 3 15 i think and i would leave at like four o'clock so i could get there at five and i don't know like i don't drink coffee i don't drink energy drinks, so i'm like you really have to love what you're doing to like do that and i would get i wake up every morning so excited like what's gonna happen today like what are we gonna talk about today oh my god and it's just like it was just so exciting and it still is exciting but i'm saying like th- that first year i wake up so freaking excited for work like like, and the whole way to work, I'd be, like, jamming out, like, this is just gonna be, like, such a good day, and I had never been so excited about anything, and that was, like, every single morning for a straight year, that I was, like, yeah. how could I not, like, and I was, like, why would I not want to do this, sorry, I don't know, it's just, radio's weird, right, like,
0: well, it's interesting,
1: I, I, like, what gets you, like, sucked in,
0: you know what I mean? Like, because you'll have, because yeah. it's really shitty, too, but then you have those really good days where it's, like, fuck, yeah. this is why I do it.
1: Like, back then, you know, mm. like, I was just, like, behind the scenes, and honestly, like, the the show was very accepting, but also still, like, at the time, I feel like I was still kind of, like, closed off just because they're, they're in the on-air studio, and I'm back here, and, like, they, I wasn't there, like, every single day at the beginning, so I didn't really know anyone that great. I, maybe, honestly, what helped a little bit, I was going through this, like, crazy breakup at the time, and I think that may have added a little bit, but also, my life has always been just a clusterfuck, like, (laughs) legitimately. Like, there's just always something that's, like, been going on in my life, and I'm very open about... Like, it feels like a movie all the time, kind of? Yeah, and, like, (laughs) even, like, the breakup, I remember one time Kane was like, this just sounds like a Lifetime movie. I was like, but you know I'm not lying. Like, you know this is, like, what happened. Like, (laughs) Um, so yeah, I think that kind of helped, but so I got to start being on air more, and it was just like it was cool, it was just like a it was just so much fun, like, there was just always something going on, and I love being a part of it. And I love that, like, you know, it just it was just like one thing after another, just like led me to like just decide not to go to grad school, like just being a part of that community. And then I remember this one lady um, called in, and like this, I had been there for probably like seven, eight months. This lady called in, and I'm in um so there's like three studios in a row there's like the mills on-air studio left is like the main producer studio the right one is like the other producer studio that i was in and this lady calls in and she was just looking for audio from a topic that we had done the year before because her husband had called in and we saved everything so Mm -hmm. i was gonna find her this audio she didn't really say a lot and then she called back the next day she's like hey shelby just think you found it and so we were talking and she started crying. She's like, I just have nothing else with my husband's voice except for his voice fail. So I'm just trying to get more. And I was like, ah, her husband had passed away. Yeah. So we, we ended up talking and like, I never did this because obviously I was working, but we ended talking for like 20 minutes I want to say on the phone. And my grandma's a grief counselor. So mm-hmm. I gave my grandma her, like I exchanged her information with each other. So now my grandma and her are friends. And so like my grandma went and visit her in Florida. Oh my God. Because, that gives me like goosebumps. Yeah. yeah so like, because she was just really having a really hard time she just lost her husband so it's like this lady's calling to a radio station trying just to get like some little piece of her husband that she didn't have anymore just like oh. anything to hold on to and then but she was also still like obviously it was the beginning so she was in like whatever stage of grief at the time I don't think people think about like the impact that we have on like the other side I mean I know that we do as people on the radio cause that's our job to like understand what like the listener in the car or wherever they are is like Taking back, but it's also like the little things like that. Like that lady didn't want to be on the radio. She just wanted to have That's... that little piece of her husband. But also, she ended up spilling to me all the stuff that she didn't have to spill to just because they feel like they know us so well just from listening that we can be that outlet. And it's just, it's a crazy feeling. But after that, I was like, yeah, I feel like this is like good for me. Yes, I had been an advocate show listener since 2006. And uh, so, I I don't know when John. This is messed up. He's my best friend. I'm over here like I don't know when John got on the cane show, but I feel like he just had like his eight year anniversary. I'm pretty okay. sure. And if I'm wrong, sorry, John. Um. So intern John. Uh, I have talked about. I'll, no, I'll start with my version of the story. Yeah. So John, John and I now are best friends, but like, I remember when I first started and John was like live on Instagram or something and like introduced me to followers or something. And Eric had said, Eric's the producer of the show. Eric had said something in the background and I don't remember what it was. I have no idea what Eric said. And then John said, no, she isn't. And I don't remember what it was, but I didn't take it. Like it didn't, it wasn't an insult, but John for some reason thought it was insulting me like he thought he hurt my feelings and he thought that it was really mean and he deleted the video because he had like saved the live on his uh Instagram story Uh and he texted me like right after because I I was leaving for the day anyway he's like I'm so sorry I went back and I was like watching the live and, and that was like really mean what I said I was like what are you talking about and so then he like and mind you I had just met this guy like three days before this or something and he apologized to me and I was like What and also the fact that he apologized to everybody was like that doesn't really sound like John, but he's just like he's just like he's genuinely like a very like down to earth, really nice person, and like he's very caring. And if you have John in your corner, you're gonna be okay. Like he's Mm -hmm. he's always gonna be there. He's always gonna stand up for you, and he's always gonna fight for you. And that's like the kind of person that you want in your corner. Just he doesn't show it in the way that like your Hallmark movie or like your your Netflix whatever is gonna show it. John just shows it in like the most like in like the smallest ways. So like okay. when that happened, like, um and then in 2018, like the beginning of 2018, he had mentioned that he was doing like another comedy tour. So I asked him if I could try out to be on it. And that was like a Sunday night, like nine o'clock. He was like, uh, if you want to try out, you can after work tomorrow. So mind you, like work obviously starts at 5 a.m. So after work at 10 a.m. So that means he gave me like, it's 9 p.m. on Sunday. So he gave me like, no time. I did it. He made me go into like, uh, you know, like the performance studio. Oh, he made okay. Made me go to that and stand on the stage and do it. And I was like, <laughs> "Hi, um, my name is Shelby Sauce, and I'm going to tell a joke about dating on Bumble or something. You know, like something
0: stupid." I- I'm so fascinated by people that can like get up and like tell jokes. So I'm just like, and then I, like, wa- like he turn on like watching you do it and like, yeah. You know, I- I would have just been, like, shit in my pants, so.
1: <laughs> no, it was weird. I'm super awkward, too, so I was, like, huh. like, it just him. I'm, like, hey, can you laugh? Like, is that funny? Like, <laughs> John, honestly, like, like, he did work with me, but he didn't say, like, all right, I'm going to work with you. Like, John just was, like, here, these, these are, like, some things that helped me um, just, like, get in, like, that mindset and understand comedy better. Like, he didn't say, like, I had, like, shit to work on, even though mm. I obviously did. Yeah. But, um, so he sent me so much stuff. Like, he sent me, like, links, he gave me books he told me things to watch like I felt like I was in a college class to be honest with you like he sent me a lot of stuff but no he was very helpful and he's always been very supportive and that's like with John if you're like John's like supportive of anybody though that's like that he like uh, like obviously he likes like most people but Mm -hmm. like if, if he's like if you're on team John like if you're like on his side like in any like yeah. I like, guess you say, like, John's gonna be there for you. Like you could you could have met him one time and call and be like, Hey, I have a flat tire. John's gonna figure out how to help you out, even if you're in Colorado. Like if you called him, literally, like he would be like, Okay, cool, I got you. I'll figure it out. Oh, and he just that's, awesome. that. that's that's just his personality. So Yeah.
0: After the Kane show, you did you were doing nights for how long before you got to where you're at right now?
1: I went from the Kane show, um, being the associate producer, and then I started doing nights in Baltimore on Zen Four and i was there for like a year and a half by myself uh by myself uh i had bosses and stuff but yeah, yeah. uh when i left my boss had just been laid off so it was just me um i was the only one at the station and so now i'm i'm in atlanta and i do middays and stuff and um i am a lot happier here uh i didn't think i would be this happy here i'm gonna be honest with you like i i love where i'm at um i love my coworkers. i love my boss and like It's just it's it's just refreshing being here. I really love the city. Um, it's definitely a transplant city, but I really love it because it's like it's kind of like weird starting over because I literally knew no one here, Mm -hmm. and I know that's how it is for most radio people when they move. I get that. Um, but it was just I was very lucky to start off my career in my hometown, like my first solo career. I was in Baltimore, so it's like, you know, I'm 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 on a pathina, uh, like. Kinda of cool, like hey, <laughs> yes. you, my ex boyfriend. I'm gonna talk shit about you.
0: Um,
1: oh, you thought I talked too much in in high school, Miss whatever. Like, ha, look at me right. now. But uh, yeah. So moving here, I was just like, what the fuck? Like, why am I moving to Atlanta? Yeah. I thought at the time it was so random. But no, I I truly love it here. Like, I'm very happy and um. So I moved here in January 2020 2021. So oh, I've been okay. here for like uh. Not even oh here. wait, I have been here ten months today. Wow. This is my 10 month anniversary looks <laughs> <That was> perfect. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize it was that short. Like I thought you have yeah, been there so, a little longer. I know. I feel like I haven't been here this long actually, but no, I live in a dope spot. I love it. I could walk everywhere. Um my boss and I were laughing today because I have my meetings every Tuesday with my boss. And um yeah. I don't know how it got brought up. Oh, because I had a date the other night and he was like me, like, Did you have like an okay date? So I guess it was Oh, it stays Wednesday. So yeah. um, whatever. So yesterday we were talking, he's like, Did you have a good day? Blah blah. blah. So we we're like talking. And um I was like, dude, I was like, it's kind of messed up that like you sold me on the fact that our meetings we would have Zaxby's because I freaking love Zaxby's. Like oh, Zaxby's yeah. my favorite. I was like, also you said 62% of the city was single and like that would be fun. I was like, and it's not fun. Like <laughs> it's just not fun here. <laughs> <laughs> Cause i feel like i got spoiled dating in dc because like like i moved here from dc so i was living like in the dc metro area so i was living in bethesda so i i don't know if i just got spoiled dating dc because like people there like knew me from the Kane show and they just didn't want to end up on the radio like with like the big morning show there yeah i feel like i feel like that's gotta be it cause like every day i went on they'd be like oh yeah i love the cane show and here it's just like so now like people like just treat me like how they should treat me <laughs> and i'm like oh dating does stop <laughs> like things are like changing and people are like actually like realizing like like hey like we're the generation that can like fix this like we are yeah. and especially like with radio like we have like the the out i was almost said outlook like we have the outlook like microsoft <laughs> uh, we have we have like the medium to actually like see that kind of change see the change you want to see in the world as you know It's so true. It's but so true. um but we do we do have it and it's just cool to like have like an actual like meaningful conversation instead of just being that person that's like maybe on the internet like hey it's important and that's it like how but what more can we do like we're, we're obviously the original podcasters right mm-hmm. and i i don't think that People even think like that anymore but we are mm-hmm. you know like i like I, like what i said earlier like when i was at when i was at college and i want to listen to the kane show i didn't know that they were literally like blogging the war of the roses you know audio and until i was literally like about to leave college this is back like years ago like yeah. this was so long this was like before like we had the apps to listen to it like i i had a blackberry at the time like uh-huh, yeah. you know like like it's the original iPhone time. So it's like, I couldn't walk around and like listen to the iHeartRadio app because it didn't even, the iHeartRadio wasn't even a thing yet. Yeah. So it's like, um, it's just like, we are the original podcasters because if you think about it, that the War of the Roses audio being online, that's a podcast. So yeah. and now it is a podcast for like every person that does War of the Roses. So <laughs> it's like, I don't know. It's just, it, it's just like, I could just go on and on about this for so long, but it, it's just like, we don't think like that but we are like we are also the original influencers right like we've we've been doing these bots you. to like influence people to buy stuff and you know um i don't want to say i'm an influencer because i don't feel like i am whatsoever i post once a week now on instagram maybe and uh if i, I do think share that's the something- right word i think
0: people just don't like the word but i feel like yeah. you guys are it's just that people automatically associate that with like oh an instagram person that just takes pictures
1: you know yeah But we are the Mm -hmm. original, whether it wasn't on Instagram, Facebook, I don't care where it was, but we were, we are, we're still doing it. If you're on air and you have an endorsement and you have a spot, you are an influencer. Sorry. If you go on air, I go on air tomorrow and be like, oh my God, I wore these ugly ass earrings a year ago. And somebody was like, and I was just like in a radio video, like on the account that at the station I used to work at. And somebody was like, DM me like, hey, I saw like those earrings that you're wearing. Where did you get them? I had been gifted on for Christmas and they were ugly as fuck, but (laughs) you know what? That lady bought those earrings. People are always interested. Yes.
0: Thank you. I'm so glad you're saying this stuff because I I like, I say that all the time too. And and that's another reason why I'm just like, I don't know why we run from the word influencer so much and why we just allowed random people to just come in and do this. Like you said, we were the original influencers. So like, and we are,
1: (laughs) because who else I'm sorry but who else was doing it before us magazines yes they had their whole like Marlboro I can't even say that word, <laughs> yeah. ads, go smoke some cigarettes whatever cool 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 obviously don't do that but um yeah like but other than that like we. But really radio was an actual
0: voice you know people. like it,
1: like we are like somebody telling you because like you've already grown up with us like you know like people used to like sit around and listen to the radio So like I still have people like listen to my endorsements and like I met a guy that likes to paddleboard because of an endorsement that I have because I was talking about like how in the summer I love paddleboarding. So yeah. I got invited to do this paddleboard club like to go to it here. That's and it's so like, scary. hey, people are still listening to our commercials and people are still picking up what we're saying. Like that had nothing to do with the commercial. That was that literally actually had nothing at all to do with the commercial. The commercial I think was like for a water endorsement. Uh-huh. And he heard me talking about how I go paddleboarding and how I need water. But he heard that and he was like wait so you paddleboard so he didn't buy the product but he still heard what was listening so it's right. like we still are the original influencers so i think that i don't know why we act like we're not like i think like <laughs> we got we should be fucking owning that because we are that like people grew up listening to us before we were even alive people on the radio and they're like hey that guy I was talking about whatever like i don't know maybe my grandfather was talking about so it's like i don't i feel like we should be owning that And I don't know why we like are embarrassed by it. We shouldn't be. I have like even today, like on Instagram, I asked, hey, so what do you want to see more more like from on my page? Just because in the fall, I usually start in September doing all like the special effects Halloween makeup that I've been doing for years, like even before I was in radio. And last year, I didn't do it because I was like, unhappy. I was like a a little sad. And um, so I didn't do any like makeup last year. But this year, I tried to make up for it. I posted, I think, like, something almost every other day. I didn't really do as much special effects stuff as I used to do this year just because it takes me so fucking long. Yeah. And I have just been traveling so much for, like, everything. But I think next year, I'm just going to start earlier. But I digress. That's not what I'm talking about. But, like, with all the posting and stuff, like, and, like, the, the question I asked, I had so many people just ask me questions, like, Hey, um, I would really like to see more of like your life, like your lifestyle stuff, because I always want to know like your skincare routine and this and this and this. And it's like, obviously people I don't know that want to know like my skincare routine, like, like how I like take care of myself. Like there's a lot of like self care people that want, yeah. like people that want like more self care stuff. I was like, I've never thought to even share that stuff. Like I was like, I don't know. I don't have a skincare routine. I go to a <laughs> dermatologist. I, everything is like prescribed to me. I have cystic acne. Like I have hormonal cystic acne. Uh-huh. You wouldn't know because I go to a great dermatologist. Yeah. But, so I can't really. But help people might it. love that. Like
0: people that have the yeah. same thing are gonna be like, who the fuck is your yeah.
1: dermatologist? You know, like Yeah. Or like I just bought a new car and the guy was like, Make sure you share me on your Instagram. And I was like, um, Did you give me a met, discount? <laughs> and I met it like the nicest way, but I was like, uh this was kind of like a pain in the ass a little bit. So I don't think I'm gonna share you. Yeah. Like, we've just seen, like, so much change in the radio industry and, like, obviously since the pandemic and even in, like, the last, like, few months. And so I think it's really inspiring just seeing that, like, they are taking chances on, like, these afternoon shows or, like, just, like, even, like, putting together different people. I know that, like, at least in my company, like, they're, they're like, trying to work with, like, different people to see how they sound together. Instead of yeah. just, like, before I was just, like, I think it out of her fact, I think they, like, would just, like, throw people together and, like, hope it, like, works. But now they're actually taking the time to be like, hey, it's kind of like like I tried off the, of the show and I, I made it. And then I decided to stay with my job. I like it. Um, I don't care. But I did. I made it. I, I could have found love this year. But it um, oh, was this it's year. Cool. Yeah. So this was like I was supposed to leave in August. I was like, hmm, I don't think I'm going to go. Um, so I think it's just so cool to see it. Like it's kind of like casting a show now. Yeah. And I don't I don't feel like it's always been like that. And maybe I'm wrong. But, like, the process that, like, they're doing, at least in my job, I just, it's very, like, inspiring, and it's exciting. I think it's a very exciting time to be in radio because, like, you know, we're, we're starting to, like, really start coming out of this pandemic. And, yes, there's been a lot of, like, shit that's happened. But now I think it's, like, we're turning over a new leaf, and, like, now it's a little bit more, like, inspiring, exciting. Yes. And I'm excited to see what's next. And I know that that was John's tour name, but, like, I am <laughs> not, like, I am excited there was that like time period and I don't blame people for being negative. Like I was, I was negative, but then yeah. when everybody is just like so negative all the time, then we're all going to be negative all the time. And I had to like, honestly separate myself. And I know a lot of people that had to like separate from some stuff just because like, I don't need to hear about the industry that you think is like doing X, Y, and Z anymore. Like I want to think that we're on the right path. And I know that we are now, like we're mm-hmm. getting there, but it's like, Yeah, like, obviously, every industry was affected last year, every industry, it just it's going to take time to like rebuild that because like, hello, I have never lived through a pandemic before. And I can't even (laughs) say that I have because it's still happening. Yeah, I don't know like we we all were learning and figuring out shit together okay people can't say well we've always done it this way it's like well now's a new way so you can't yeah. say that anymore we're there for each other like at their worst moments and at their best moments and I think that we really just need to like really start to like not even capitalize on it but like really start to like embrace it more you know instead of just being like well, we'll say in passing like hey like we're there for the listener yeah but like we really need to like actually like look back on the last year and how like we were that voice when people were like alone in their house they were like Alexa plays you three and like they were listening to me just to like feel okay that's fucking cool and we don't talk about it we don't talk about it like like how i feel like we should be talking about it and that's always been my issue is i'm like dude that's fucking awesome yeah like, she, instead of calling their mom again they called us like not even called us but they maybe they did call us i just think that's so cool like and even like people last year like knew that i didn't have access to the phones like yet cause i did end up getting access later on but it's like, and they would DM me so that I could call them from my fucking cell phone and wow. have them on my show. And like, that's so cool. The fact that they still like want to be a part of the story. And even if it was just so, so that they could like have their like voice on the radio, I don't care. I I just still want to hear from you. Like, I had this girl that like bought a brand new apartment last year and she was like embarrassed to share it because she felt bad about like everything else going on in the world. It's like, dude, like, I'm proud of you. Like, I yeah. think that's so fucking cool. Like, good for you. Like, you should be proud of yourself. Like, I'm going to call you because that's like, that's really, that's still so like impressive that she was so much younger than me. She just bought this gorgeous apartment. It was right near the studio at the time. I was like, <laughs> dude, what the fuck? Like, hell yeah. No, class for you, bitch. Yes. I'm hey, Sarah, but good for you, Sarah. <laughs> that's great. I'm passionate about like, hey, guys, like this is fucking cool. We are cool. Like, stop, like, yes. Yeah, it's okay we're human we're all gonna like stress out but like like we just have like not I don't even say power because like that's like a scary word besides power and I think point one that's so, like that's <laughs> a fucking great station. But, like we have just like so much like that we can influence like we can influence people but like for like the greater good and I know that we've been doing that but I think that people kind of like lose sight of that and I think that they definitely did last year and I did I did mm-hmm. I definitely did guys like our job is fucking cool it's fucking cool
0: You're listening to the Radio Fam Podcast. Find the Radio Fam on all the social platforms at the Radio Fam.